Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. <laughs> and today uh, we're going back to minute five, which begins with, uh, with, with, with a young man <sighs> holding a guitar, flipping on the last few switches on a gigantic amplifier just a comically big amplifier yeah uh it's like five times his size and ends which with, even if that wasn't michael j fox would be a lot yeah and ends with uh doc on the phone um asking marty to meet him at twin pines mall at 1 15 a.m so uh, pretty open and shut yeah so, all right. I'm 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 curious. Yeah. So, did did Doc make that as like a present for Marty? I don't know. Like I imagine it I almost imagine it's like a sort of just a thing that they've been working on together, you know? It seems like and like, look Marty, science can be fun. Look Marty, Marty, you can make a amplifier Marty. You can put it in and play guitar, music, rock and roll. Yeah. Be good Marty, it's great. Yeah. Cuz it, it doesn't seem to have a lot of because I you imagine, know. I imagine his like his his line later about about serious shit. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that that's exactly what he said about this amplifier. Yeah, when you uh, when you plug in your guitar, Marty, and uh, hit hit the hit, hit the first string, Marty, it's gonna be uh, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so this giant amp. Because I was concerned. Okay, so like in the last minute, right? He's turning yeah. up all this stuff. He's turning up the volume on the guitar. Like he tur- he turns up the 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 main power and then the drive and the overdrive and then his guitar and like all of it all the way up right, and when he was doing that I was concerned because like when he plugs in the the guitar, that should be really loud, like that sound because there's that buzz sound yeah yeah as with you're the, plugging the, in a the guitar feedback. yeah that that feedback sound so that <clears> should have been like extremely loud but. But then this minute quells that concern because uh, he's obviously flipping off like some sort of mute switches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In those last minutes, so, so he's got so that he won't die. Right. There's like this little box to the side um, that he's like he's like flipping off. It kind of looks like it's just it's I don't know. It's there's so many switches. Like this Lots thing is complex. <laughs> and he but he knows his way around it. I almost want to see I, I would almost hesitate to say if this isn't his first time using this gigantic amp oh it's gotta be it's gotta be what i imagine is that uh maybe doc told him that the amp would be finished and so he's coming here it's like christmas morning you know mm-hmm. well it's, i mean not to, literally but not you to well, well not to we all know it's october scott but right. um october not to not to speak out of turn but this is a very important day for marty and his guitar Yes, correct. So maybe he was. Maybe this was meant to be a part of this. Uh, oh, like a good luck thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, well, what's interesting is that it's. I, I don't. I don't know. It seems like he's coming here. Like he was told to meet Doc here, and that's why he's here this morning. But then, like, also he sees this thing, and he's using it. And it seems like it's sort of There's no note like, hey, Marty, good luck with the show, Marty, Marty. Right, right, right. It's more like, oh, no one's around. I guess it's safe to use this thing. Hey, I could finally uh, give this thing a spin Yeah, yeah. 
Also, did you notice to the side of the to the to the right side of the frame next to the amp? Do you see all those tubes and stuff? It almost looks like remember what we were talking about earlier this week. We were talking about yeah, uh, yeah, the Breaking Bad coffee maker. Yeah, definitely. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it. Uh... <laughs> There's some chemistry going on. I would, you know, um, hipster hipster brewers. I would pay good money for like, you know, Doc Brown and Ionies like, you know, press coffee. Oh yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So like, yeah. I guess you know my no- my note is just like, why does Doc have this thing? Um, I I think he I think he built it as like a friendship bracelet for Marty. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I think that's true. Um, at some point, probably, probably when we get to the mall stuff later, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into because because Bob Gale has actually, and I'm gonna talk about him in just a sec. But Bob Gale, um, he actually knows, like he he described the story of how Marty and Doc became friends. So yeah, I believe I've I've heard it, but I'd love to hear it again on the yeah. podcast. So we'll 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 go into that. Also, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for um, when a director chooses for his credit to go on the screen. Yeah, um, I believe that the the best ones put it at just the right time. Yeah, and this is a pretty iconic one. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the it's the best. I think it's the best shot in the movie so far. Yeah, or at least like framing wise, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, director... you have that one like great, you know, three and a half minute shot. But, yeah, of course. But yeah, but like just the shot of giant amp back of Marty McFly staring down this huge amp directed by Robin Zemeckis. Yeah. Yeah, like that's, that's great. Pre- that's pretty pimp. Like I would want that like on my wall or like my, 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 my laptop background, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Because um, they had laptops in 1985. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Bob Gale uh, or, or Bob G as he's uh, as he's known. Um Writer, co-writer of Back to the Future with with Bob Z, Robert Zemeckis, Bobby Z and Bobby G. Yeah, taking uh, eighty-three. They they were uh, college buddies and became uh, writing partners and and wrote "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and uh, "Used Cars" with uh, together. Um, and then when Bob Z went to go write. Or, or went to go direct uh, *Romancing the Stone*. Uh, Bob Gale went and uh, wrote *1941* for Steven Spielberg. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, which is you know considered one of Spielberg's worst movies. Um, but you know, you you could argue <clears throat> that his heart wasn't in it because no, he I mean, wanted to yeah. be writing *Back to the Future*. So um, <laughs> it's just interesting. I mean, look. I think I think 1941 is a flawed film that I I enjoy watching for just the film geek in me. I enjoy like the story of it. Yeah, and it's hard. Know. It's hard not to enjoy a Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah, the guy's just. I mean, look. There are some people out there in the world that think that the Lost World is a good movie mm-hmm. because of Spielberg moments. Mm-hmm. I watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull like a year ago, and I was like, you know what? I had fun. <laughs> that was a fun experience. Yeah, I don't regret fair. doing that. I don't regret any of that. Um, Bob Gale uh, didn't. He hasn't really written a lot 
since Back to the Future. Am I am I mistaken, or has he not? Um, didn't he didn't he do like a Superman comic? Yeah, he became. That was what I was gonna say. Okay, he, okay. Sorry. He stopped writing movies and stuff and sort of focused his attention on comics. He became a big time comic book writer. Um, he was at DC for a long time. He wrote Superman and Batman books. Uh, he was the, one of the architects behind Batman, no man's land. Um, Oh damn. Yeah. And he, uh, he went on to be one of the writers in the brand new day, uh, writer's room. Well, never mind for, for Spider-Man. Um, Can't all be winners. No, no, no. Brand new day. That was oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was after the 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 MJ stuff happened. So okay, like this was like the reboot part. And brand when brand he, new day is brand new day is good. It's when he was like a swinging bachelor again. What's that? It was when he was like a swinging bachelor again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Brand yeah. So he was one of the one of the writers for for brand new day. Um, so it's a brand uh, new day. Yeah, and uh, and then he uh, he actually wrote a, a young adult book recently. Really? Yeah. What's it about? Um, it's about like it's it's about bullying. Oh. Like, it, but it's it's got it's got a twist to it. I gotta look this up. So he's so like, he's, still, he's still he's still going. Yeah, but he just he was like, you know what, Hollywood Hollywood don't get no more Bobby G. Uh, I think it's Retribution High is what it's called. That's a cool title. Yeah. Uh, high, two high school juniors who are tormented by a group of students who call themselves the Syndicate. <laughs> okay. Uh, however, the, the, the bullies aren't, let's see, the bullies aren't Biff Tannen types as Retribution High takes a much darker look at the less savory aspect of high school life. Ultimately, Gail's baddies get their comeuppance when all hell breaks loose, both figuratively and literally. So it's like the Whoa. apocalypse. Yeah. I might read that. Depending yeah. On... Yeah. I really want to read it too. <clears throat> Is it, uh, uh, did it come out recently? Uh, yeah. Yeah relatively recently like in the last like five years or so i remember hearing about it and uh being like oh that's interesting but then not looking too much into it and then i forgot about it until this moment so there you go retribution high right Um, apocalypse meets bullies bob gale writes good bullies yeah so let me ask you something sure scott what do you think of the guitar pick glint i love it i think really I think it's just the right amount. I think that is kind of how Marty sees himself. I think you're right. I I, I agree with that for sure. Well, because I, I, you know, speaking personally, so somewhat personally, I I can say on record that Back to the Future has inspired many of my personal friends to to play the guitar. Like hmm. it was it was watching Marty McFly that was like I want to do that. I want to play guitar. I want to be cool like Marty. You know what? I think that might be why I picked, why I started playing guitar. And so I think it's that little glint of the pick. Oh, no. No, it, it wasn't Marty. It was actually Oz from Buffy. Oh, well, yeah, because I, I think that's more obtainable. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> um, like, no I know offense. four chords. I can do that. Yeah, Oz could do it. <laughs> uh, but no, but do, do, do you have an opinion on, on the – are you not a fan of the, uh, of the, uh, the pick glint? I feel like it goes too far because I feel like it – like I, I like your perspective that it's that it's Marty's perspective, you know, that he's like, oh, I'm so cool, and like this, look how like I'm gonna freeze up here with the good thing, and it's gonna glint, and the guitar pick, and the um, the cool. Yeah, he's guy. wearing those stupid sunglasses. Yeah, and he's wearing those those aviators. Um, and so like I, I get that. I, I, I get it. Um, I think that's that's a valid interpretation of what's going on. But I also think that. 
it is a little much. Like it just, it doesn't feel like Back to the Future to me. It feels like a music video, which again works in the context of your theory. Uh, this is like him being in a Huey Lewis in the news video. Yeah, yeah. The coolest um, people in 1985. Right. Uh, also, it's interesting seeing Marty in his uh, secondary outfit. Yeah, that's true. Because this is uh, this is not the iconic Marty McFly Halloween costume that we see. Right. Yeah, he's not wearing the vest. He's not wearing the vest yet. Um, but yeah, so it's, I, I don't know. It's It always takes me out of it a little bit. Um, it's, it's just, it's just this weird little detail that I'm not, I don't know. Just doesn't feel like back to the future to me. That bit. Um, it's now almost, he, it's almost a perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a perfect movie. Um, but so he hits the, he hits the, the note and the, uh, is blown back across the room. Yeah. Um, which reminds me of that Max that Maxell high fidelity commercial with the guy on the couch. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which that came out in 1983, so it could very well have been in, like inspiring to this scene, possibly. Um, and then Marty get like he, he he hits that couch back there, which lucky that was there. Yeah, otherwise you know paralyzed. Right. So he hits that, and then the shelf behind him like gets knocked down and all the stuff on the shelf falls all over him. And then he, he looks up and he lifts his aviators and says, Whoa, rock and roll. And thus becoming the coolest movie character of all time. Right. Right. But what's interesting about this whole thing is it was, it was the, the, the pick glint, the guitar pick glint and the aviators here that reminded me, have you ever seen, the original Back to the Future teaser trailer. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, where are you headed? Yeah, where she's like, how far are you going? How far are you going? Like, oh, about God. 30 years. Years? Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. When he's, we're like, it's not quite, that's not Marty. No. Because he, he has that little like, eh? you know, like right at the very end. Right. Like, you want it. You want the D. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's that's so cool, but that's not quite. That's not who Marty is. Right. And that's what I feel. That's how I feel about, again, it's like that, that trailer is like a, like a dream sequence. It's like what Marty dreamed about. This is what he thought having a time machine would be like. Yeah. That's, that's what he dreamed about the night before this morning or something. <laughs> how far back you go? It almost feels like this whole thing where they're sort of hiding Marty. In this yeah. Yeah. It's like, the, and then the reveal that he's just this like goofy amiable kid right that's the same that's the same technique they use in the teaser so it's almost like the opening of the movie is a callback to the teaser to, trailer. like hey remember you thought that he was going to be like tom cruise and risky business right but no he's actually like your best well no no i mean they do the same thing in the teaser trailer where they just show his shoes yeah 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 but it's, it's kind of like they're you know it's like the reveal of you think it's going to be this super cool guy right but it's actually michael j fox right do you think that – but do you think that that was meant to be like Michael – it's the guy from Family Ties. Check it out, ladies. Yeah. No, definitely. Where it's like, oh, it's the homeboy from Family Ties. Yeah. Right. But yeah. No, I uh, – yeah. I kind of I kind of like the idea of the marketing campaign of the movie kind of like tricking you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. 
Yeah. Know. And yeah. And cause, yeah, because like the first time we see Marty's face is when he's like sort of in prime Marty McFly mode, which is like disheveled and like in over his head. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's very like synonymous with the character, you know. Yeah. He 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 bit off more than he could chew. <laughs> but it, but he but he rolls with it. Yeah, but he rolls with it because he's not um, like, oh man, my my ouchies. But he's like, oh, <laughs> my ouchies. Iconic Marty McFly line. Um, but no, he's like, oh my ouchies. <laughs> that's that's ouchies, Doc. Ah, uh, Doc, Doc. If we go into 1955, there could be a lot of ouchies back there. <laughs> ouchies. There's a lot of ouchies in the future. We're going. You're not gonna. There's not gonna be any ouchies. <laughs> oh. Marty, it's your kids. We're gonna talk about your kids. Oh, what happened, Doc? Did they get like a really big ouchie? Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so why don't you uh, make like an ouchie and get out of here? Get out of here. <laughs> um. So so then the phone starts to ring, which is hooked up to <coughs> an alarm. Um, which I just, every time this scene plays and the phone starts ringing and that alarm goes off, I just feel like what just happened in the other room was Annie Potts shouting, we got one. We got <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, it's, it's funny that he needs an alarm hooked up to his phone like yes. that, which yeah. I imagine it's because he gets so focused on science that <laughs> yeah. He needs something loud enough to break his concentration. Oh, what? Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then uh, it's Doc, and, and Marty seems to be concerned about where Doc is. And so I wonder if that's because Doc's been gone for a few days, or is it because Doc said, meet me in the garage because the amp is going to be done. Yeah. But now it's like, no, now meet me <clears throat> at the Twin Pines Mall. Right. Meet me at Twin Pines Ball tonight at one fifteen a.m. Which is which is you know Doc. I mean Marty has school in the morning. Does he? Oh, is it? I don't know. Is it Friday? I don't know. We'll find out. Will we? Not eventually. I mean, I don't know if we do. Oh, well, I'm just saying. Like in high school, I don't know you if we ever be... find out what day of the week it is. I mean, you find out. I mean, like when you're in high school, man, you got to be up like at like six in the morning, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess that's true. Maybe, I wasn't a uh, cool. I wasn't a cool high school kid. I was. I think out. it's oh. like. I think it's Friday. I'm pretty. Okay. Sure. Well, that, well, that's pretty convenient. Yeah. Twin Pines. Twin Pines Mall. One fifteen a.m. on a Friday night. What? What could? Uh, what could Doc want? Pretty. Pretty sketchy. Pretty sketchy. Yeah. Hey. Who's this? Your... Who's this adult friend that Marty's hanging out with? Meet me at the mall at one o'clock. Yeah. Don't tell your parents. You think it's going to be like an amp that's so big that it's going to be like outside? <laughs> like, Maybe he presses a button and Twin Pines Mall itself like turns into an amp. Yeah, and then a transformer, and then yeah, an amp, and then the amp like kind of comes out of the ground. Yeah, Optimus amp, but it's the '80s, so it would be OG. Yes, so yeah, it would it would be a uh, hot rod. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rodimus Prime. <laughs> um, what's uh, what do you have any do you have any other notes for this? Tonight? Um, it's been a it's been a it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. That's I true. was. Uh, we made it, guys. It's Friday. You got the weekend coming up. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you've been following along with us. Yeah. Watching the Back to the Future minute by minute. Yeah. Um, it's uh interesting first first week. Interesting first week. 
Hey, the adventure's just getting started. It's true. Uh, next week on Monday, we'll be back with minute six uh, with our first guest. And, yeah. Uh, that's so that... sort of a, my the Biff Tannen of my life. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we got the hang of this, uh, we're already throwing a wrench in. So uh, this will either be a good move or, or just a terrible one. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. But it won't be anything less than either of those. Yeah, it's true. Um, all right. Well, uh, we will see you guys uh, next week. But until then, please follow us on Twitter at BTTF Minute. Uh, go to the website, Back to the Future minute.com leave a comment go uh go to itunes and leave a review tell people about the show and also we have an email address contact at back to the future minute.com so if you want to email us you can do that there uh if you we don't have a voicemail yet although i'm thinking about getting one for this show um but uh, if you want to just if you're if you're like a, a, a fellow podcaster or whatever, or you have something you can record with, send us an MP3 and I'll we'll throw it at the beginning of the show or something. If you have something to say about an upcoming minute of Back to the Future, um, throw it in an MP3 or something. And do you and have a minute that you're looking forward to? Yeah. What's your favorite minute of Back to the Future? Yeah. What's your favorite moment? Your favorite favorite scene? Favorite whatever. So. Let us know, and uh, we'll talk to you on Monday with Minute 6. Bye. Later.